Hey, what's up, fam? It's your girl, Tish, and this is Tish's Thoughts. And we're in the last, we've made it, the last episode of season three. It's kind of crazy. Um, time has flown by yet again, but um, really excited for what's in store for the future and taking things up a notch. But um, for this episode, I brought back my friend, JC. JC, say hello. Hello. She is um, a willing participant in my my madness, switching things up a little bit more. Just kind of discussing some current um, events of our day. Um, so JC, you know, why don't you start us off? Share the story for the people. Well, we were, I mean, we share stuff back and forth throughout the week. Um, and you shared with me this week a TikTok. I can't remember the gentleman's name, but he was a um, black guy in his 30s and he's been in higher ed. He's been in academia and he was talking about some of the experiences that he has had as being a black guy in academia because just in general, people of color in academia and higher education we're not we're not as prolific as white Mm. people (laughs) there's a reason why it's called the ivory tower so um but but he was talking about you know how unfortunately um i'll just say very generally students of color do not often get scouted the same way that white students do for um like graduate programs or doctoral programs and graduate and doctoral programs often do not try to meet the needs of students of color. Um, And on top of that, when we are admitted into programs, um, a lot of the time we are the token brown person. And I will Mm. say very generally the token brown person or the token minority. This is not, you know, the case at every single university. There are some universities that do a very good job of actually um, ensuring that students of color have a feel safe, feel included, um, and have a place at the school, but it's, it's not the standard. Um, Mm -hmm. so we were talking a little bit about that and just kind of a little bit about how, unfortunately, Christian ed falls into that category as well. Um, I will speak about some of my experiences at Palm Beach Atlantic, um, I'll start by saying that I chose to go there because for where I was spiritually at that point in my life, I knew the college was either going to make my faith or break it. And one of the blessings of PBA, of going to PBA at the time that I did, was the fact that I made a an essential core group of friends who really helped me to develop spiritually, grow as a Christian become more solid in my faith Tisha you being one of them even though you didn't go to PBA (laughs) Um, but that was really the first time in my life where I really had a strong Christian community and so in that regard PBA was a blessing and I was really thankful that I Mm -hmm. went there but as solitary black girl um, who also I do pass for white sometimes but as solitary black girl (laughs) Um, and solitary first-generation college students in a lot of cases. Uh, PBA wasn't a welcoming environment for me as a Black student, 
and as a black Christian student. Um, mm. Because unfortunately, one, some of my professors, um, and this is early 2000s, so in terms of like our awareness of how to meet the needs of students of color and how to be sensitive and inclusive to students of color wasn't where it needed to be in, you know, 2006 when I started college. Like, it's, it's better now as opposed to when, what it was. Um, but unfortunately, I have a couple of, like, memories just seared into my brain. Um, mm. One of them was when I was in my Comp 1 class, my Composition 1 class, college writing. Um, we were going through a an article that was about immigration and I was unfortunately sitting next to the only other like student of color in the class (laughs) he was a very nice person I remember he was very kind um very lovely individual um I was sitting next to him and the teacher turned to both of us and go so share to us share with all of us your experience as you know non-white students and we were both like come again (laughs) like he was an international student he was from brazil so he just it didn't compute with him he's like what is she asking me Mm -hmm. um and also he was light-skinned too so he was doubly (laughs) he was doubly confused he was like like, but i'm he was like i'm not dark what's going what is she what is she asking me (laughs) and for me i was just like oh she like she just totally singled us out crap like now we're those people in the classroom because we mm-hmm. were the only mm-hmm. two not white people but he was white brazilian um i don't know then again yeah. maybe he was mixed and i just didn't know it and i'm labeling him in the same way that people label me i could very well be wrong um but there was that moment of like oh great now like yeah we're all united in christ but you just singled me out in a mm-hmm. really really obvious way um and then also the other thing that was really really uncomfortable about going to PBA even though PBA did make efforts um one of the things that was very uncomfortable is that the worship and the atmosphere at PBA was white Christian centered oh for sure and I like I'm definitely like you you wasn't gonna get no gospel in that (laughs) you wasn't gonna get no gospel in that (laughs) sanctuary and nobody knew who Kirk Franklin was. You might get Mary Mary in February when somebody wanted to play Shackles and do like a praise dance. Oh my dance. gosh. But oh. it was like a Shackles. super like stilted play praise dance. Like there was no flags in the sanctuary. Um, Shackles is tainted for me at this point. Not I still love that song. I still love that song, <laughs> even though it was played to death. Love that song. Uh. Um, and like the only time that we really heard about Christianity that was not white and American was during missions. And then it was, let's look at all of these brown countries that are poor go to. And I remember also, this is one of the second key moments um, that happened during PBA that made me realize of like, oh no, like, yeah, we're united in Christ, but you don't see me as your sister. You do not see me as your Christian sister at all. Um, Was, what I'm, I'm trying not to name names um but a student had taken pictures while she was on a mission trip she was a white lady and she went to a brown country i will not say the name of the country um lest anything that i say identifies her 
And she submitted pictures from her trip and she had written um, a little, little piece about it. And she had called the children in the picture, nobody children, because nobody cared about them, but Christ, because nobody loved these children and nobody knew their name, but Jesus. And I'm like, and the other, let me, and the picture that she had submitted was of her hand with all of these brown hands around it. And I was the only, mm -hmm, and I was the only person in the room as we were looking at this picture as part of like a submission to, I think either the school newspaper or the literary magazine. And I'm like, this is super racist. How does nobody understand why this is racist? And the professor was like, you don't understand who she is as a person. That's not her heart. And he just silenced me of like, your concerns don't matter because I know her better and I have to protect the little white girl from you instead and of black lady. Instead of your own experiencing and knowing what racism mm -hmm. is to call it mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. Why would a, a... I have no frame of reference. I have no frame of reference for racism at all. Um, and so to come back to the TikTok that I mentioned at the start, <laughs> I, oh. there is this double, like when you are part of academia as a brown person um, or a person of color, or actually, I, I prefer the phrase now, people of the global majority. If you are yes. part of the global majority and you are in um, American higher ed, you are going to experience racism. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And what, ma what makes it suck is that you're experiencing it from super educated people. So it's worse because they're going to argue with you. Um, whereas if it's like, we like to think of a race as being like an uneducated person that, you know, education will just fix that. Girl, doesn't, let me doesn't tell fix you, it all the time. Let, let me tell you, mm -hmm. that clearly is one of the reasons why some relationships have had to end for me. Mm -hmm. Because this person, no, okay, let me preface this. I have no hard feelings towards them no yeah. nothing but I feel like people gain knowledge mm -hmm. and then if they and they know that they gain knowledge that technically is more than you yeah. so to speak mm -hmm. that it is okay to still try to speak on situations that literally I am a hundred percent more knowledgeable than you because I have to live the experience yeah and I was gaslighted constantly. I couldn't put a word on it. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it really affected that relationship because of that. Because they, oh, well, you know, this person is saying this and with these statistics and what, mm -hmm. you know, carved out. So maybe that guy just wasn't, was just being an asshole. And it was just like, mm -mm. no, no. Oh, we cuss on this podcast? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my. Okay. Yeah. No I'm shame. sorry. Continue. <laughs> Keeping it real on this podcast. I didn't okay. know how clean this was. Yeah. Um, it, it, you know, and, and again, trying not to, you know, name names or anything like that. Again, like I said, there's just no hard feelings, but I couldn't have close proximity with somebody yeah. who because they're they want to debate 
my the lack of my humanness being the lack of people seeing the lack of the humanness of my black brown skin of others you know and it was just to the point where I felt like these conversations were just coming up so they could debate it and try to make me feel wrong or Mm -hmm. I don't know yeah and so that was very frustrating for me Mm -hmm. um and so that yeah when you said that this is just really triggering (laughs) not you know no it's fine it's fine it was just like oh yeah yeah, that's fully an experience I've gone through um but continue yes I just so when you're a black person or when you're any person of the global majority in academia in the USA um you're experiencing frequently racism from people who have the same education level as you do. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes maybe they might have even a little bit more education depending on who the person is. Um, and so you don't get to maintain this image of like a racist is just like, you know, a poor back hills country bumpkin in the middle of nowhere. Right. Like, no, racism is prolific and racists look they can be anybody (laughs) i i I didn't know how to phrase that in a better way of like they could be anyone like right i mean they're like super spies or something right with when when the Um, whole system is racist yeah it doesn't matter what level you're on you're gonna meet Mm -hmm. racism that's the problem that people don't want to accept is Mm -hmm. racism is through it it's what made this country (laughs) seeing people that aren't white as less than is what made this country and to think that as young as this country is 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 that we're surpassed it when oh, we're not. literally, you know, the right to vote for people who look at me is, is like less than 70 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, those people, some of those people who wanted to stop those things are still alive. Not as yeah. many anymore, but they're still there. And you know what? They taught their children. Yeah, they did. You know what? Their children who are probably our age were taught to think that way. And so, mm-hmm. yes. So if you're sitting in a room with similarly aged people yeah what's gonna happen yeah yeah and when and when it is christian ed it's like it adds another dynamic Mm -hmm. to it because Mm -hmm. it's now people who you are supposed to be united with in the body of christ who are pretty much telling you it's sometimes with a smile on their face (laughs) that like deep down they do not believe you are as human as they are Um, or that deep down they do not believe that you experience any kind of racism in the world um and in it just again yeah right because it's like because your faith isn't coming first your patriotism is coming first well we because i mean that's that's what that's a whole podcast series t-shirt girl (laughs) because you talk about the problems with the evangelical (laughs) right it's it's and been ingrained in you to be proud of this romanticized history of this country mm-hmm. um first before that's why you can't like what we were talking about in the last episode you can't even see people in the bible as their real color that they were okay. because everything that you were taught whether directly or indirectly that you were taught was white and american is right and that's hard to hear but it's like it's very wrong and not okay so you need to know yeah meanwhile splits in the american church occurred over issues of slavery over issues of segregation um 
unfortunately, that is part of the history of Christianity within America, and that's something I don't think we've actually dealt with <laughs> in any. Well, maybe, maybe we have, and I just have not encountered those those people yet in my life, unfortunately. Um, of what say that say that last part? Maybe again, we though. have actually dealt with this, you know, history that Christianity has in America of the fact that in several cases the church split and different denominations came into being over issues of slavery, over issues of segregation um, or Jim Crow. Maybe some people have dealt with that history and I haven't encountered it yet. Um, but unfortunately, we still seem to be pretty uncomfortable about talking about the fact that, no, there were Christians who were fighting for abolition and there were Christians who were fighting to keep slavery in place. Yeah. There were yeah. Christians who said segregation is wrong and it's unjust and it does not align with the Christian ethic. And there were Christians who said, well, you know, just follow these desegregation laws because that's the law. That's just what you're supposed to do. Right. Didn't care about their black brothers and sisters or their, you know, indigenous right. brothers and sisters. You, you don't want evolution taught in your schools, but you very much are believing what Darwin was saying, that white people were the ones who were fully involved you know? as humans. Bye! Again, that's a whole nother podcast series. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I will say... That's a whole week. <laughs> you never know what can happen season four. Mm. Um, it, I will say, I will give, you know, credit to where it's due to those um in from the church that i was formerly a part of in chicago was, is mm. part of this bigger they're non-denominational churches but it looks yeah. like a church plant-ish type thing and they're called now they're called confluence they were new frontiers and okay. brian Mary is his name he's one of the head pastors in the the, the midwest of and is like mm-hmm. leads like the the midwest parts of yeah uh confluence and i will say the one the, the things that are still difficult i will say and and you know i've been trying to be mindful of past experiences i will say the difficulty that the former church i was a part of in chicago yeah has with making these conversations very real about race in the church in this country Uh um he has made started the work in the last like seven years ever since um the young gentleman died in in missouri um michael brown michael brown yeah it really challenged him to sit down and reflect and Uh look at the issues of not only what black people and people of the global majority in this country face but um what is happening in the church because of it as well or the lack the silence of the church um and i i admire and i i say his name because i just admire so much of what he has continued to do not only in himself as a as a privileged white male in america but as a leader and shepherd of people that don't look like him Okay. And as you know, one of the last conferences I attended was how do we, you know, desegregate the church? Because the church mm-hmm. is still very much segregated. Yeah. 
um and they hit a lot of it was a phenomenal like the speakers the it was a phenomenal time and i will say that it is you know in all that we point out in this conversation who's listening is that there are people out there because there are people out there who are trying to do the work um in those white spheres of influence in in and so I do appreciate that, but there's still a lot of work to do that hasn't been done. Um, the workers are few. The workers are very few. <laughs> um, the labor is great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, we have these conversations and I will say, I, I think it was after Eric Garner yeah. that I said, and I, you know, I've, I've gone on multiple Facebook grants. I, I, calm down because I just I'm barely on Facebook like that too. I'm not on Facebook anymore yeah I, 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 I <laughs> yeah I remember when you got off um yeah. but I will say you know because whenever I I do go on to look at the memories and it's just very interesting to see the things I said um you know from young Tisha to now and that's what I'll be looking for later this afternoon <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, Ugh, cringe. No, not you. Um, but also, I I made the decision to not only stop minimizing myself mm-hmm. for people, because you know very well you have been in those spaces with me. That, and being that only token, visibly. Yeah black person in the room and the the conversations that have ensued and the things that you know people would joke about and I would let slide in the past I very much would punch you in the face if you said it to me today Mm -hmm. um and but I also decided I will not have these conversations with white people who want to attempt to even try to challenge me on like is this happening is it really happening or is it just in your head or conversations yeah. of racism when you have Google and you have a library? So you're done. Like, Oh yeah. <laughs> I, made, I, I made that decision yeah. in 2015 after Eric Gardner died. I am not your Siri. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. If, if the conversations of, if I decide to put something out myself, in a rant I have every right to it's my page it's my whatever it's my podcast I'm gonna share these thoughts but if you expect some kind of dialogue that I'm supposed to teach you about I'm your teacher it's a no well I'm just gonna I'm gonna bounce off off that for a second because like I understand where that comes from that like thought of well let me ask you a question or let me like, where do I start? How do I begin learning? I understand the motivation for that. And I, I, I have oftentimes, like, when I hear that question, I'm like, all right, here are the resources. Like, all right, here's, here's what we need to start. Here's what we need to do. But I also, my, my, my petty spirit also in the back of my head is like, why are you putting the labor and the work of education on me? Sir or ma'am, I had to do it myself. <laughs> I ain't had no guidance through this and I had to find my way. Pick up a book in the, li- go to your like a local librarian, 
go talk with Patricia. She wants to talk to you. Right. She did the she schooling wants to, help. to she do did this. The schooling. She can point you to that section of your local library. Or you know what? Follow, follow 10 people on social media. Follow 10 people of the global majority. Follow 10 speakers or activists who you've maybe heard about through the grapevine follow them because most likely they will like randomly quote something or they will randomly post about something and there's your first step you know okay go find that book go find that article that they're mentioning go figure out what it is they're quoting there do not uh, I don't, again complicated feelings like don't put the burden of your education on me Right. I have to live this. I, I didn't I don't set need this to. fire. I didn't right. set this fire and I'm trying to put it out. And now I got to carry you. Like I got to no. carry you and Joe bucket of water. Like, nah. Mm-hmm. No, that's exactly, you know, have been form uh, old episodes. Like, no, especially as black women. No, black women have done enough for this country. What is the title of that book that just came out? Black girls die exhausted. <laughs> Didn't know that, that was title. a book that came out, but I'm let me. It's, I'm going to Google it real fast because yeah, the title. Because it's fitting. It's fitting. It is. It's. It's. Um, gosh, it's also ridiculous. <laughs> it's it, so sad. It, like I heard that title, and I was like, "Yes, yes, we black girls must die exhausted." By Jane Allen. Go read that book because the title. Go alone. read the book. I'm. I'm gotta go read the book because read the book by the t-shirt by the bumper sticker it's just like i you know we're we are trying to do stuff even within our own community we have to do yeah. stuff because of what has been instilled in our ancestors through slavery and how we were broken down as people mm-hmm. you know when you talk about um american slavery you know, I'm fortunate enough to come from a stock of people who refuse to be broken down in that way. Yes. But also, because of that, we are still paying the price. Katie's yeah. very much still paying the price for refusing like to do that. Every year, Haiti just gets hit with some new chaos um, that they do not deserve. And yet it finds them. But you know what? In bringing it back circle, mm-hmm. you know, you have white men, mm-hmm. American, mm-hmm. telling us, Asian folk, that it's, it's God's curse oh, on y'all. You know, there it is. <laughs> there it is. And at one point I had to mm-hmm. sit and be like, do I agree mm-hmm. with this? Is this truth? No. No, it's not. And because no. it was just so thrown at you so much, you know. And it these... is some homegrown American anti-blackness. Oh, That's what that is. <laughs> if it's like no, it's because you want to know what the U.S. came in, invaded us in the early 1900s, mm-hmm. or France as well, mm-hmm. made sure that they took all our gold and brought it to New York and helped France force us to pay a $21 billion debt simply because we fought for our freedom and won. How dare you? Make it make sense. And have destabilized Haiti time and time again. But Mm -hmm. y'all want to blame it on voodoo? Back up. 
it was the zombies, Tisha. It was the zombies. They destabilized. It you very- didn't see. You didn't see the, the, what is that movie called? The Snake and the Rainbow with like Bill Paxton or something where- uh, That sounds foolish from the, the, from oh, the jump. Oh, you, it's that. super racist, girl. You'll hate it. Um, you should watch it this Halloween. <laughs> Let me it's stick the, with my Korean dramas where there's like, no, it's totally different culture. People just get shot for playing Monopoly like Squid Games or something. I don't yes. really know. Squid it's Game not Squid or... Games. It's Squid Game. And I, 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 I don't care. The black in me says there's an S in the it's air. The games, it's the games. <laughs> it's a great. Always had an S to words that don't. I, mean we don't. Them. We don't. Oh, JC Penney's. I don't know how long I called JC Penney's JC Penney. JC Penney, JC Penney's. Wait, hold on, girl. Exactly, <laughs> no. exactly. It's JC Penney. It's JC. No, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's Jesse Penny's. <laughs> like it's yeah. Victoria's Secrets. <laughs> it's Jesse Penny's. It's no. Victoria's Secrets. Yeah, no. And then someone was like, it's not Kroger's. It's Kroger. I'm like, where? No, it's Kroger's. It's Kroger's. <laughs> there's an S at the end. I was like, but where? No, tell me where there's no S. Tell me. There's okay. an S. There's an S. Okay. Stop. Stop. You're wrong. Okay. So they I'm need sorry. to just leave us alone. Let me live. Okay. Okay. But talk. Okay. Squid Game is a an intense, very intense show, but mm-hmm. very real. And I love how the writer, as someone who has continuously um tried learned more about Korean culture, mm-hmm. you know, um, there's definitely realities that mix in with that show. And I think that's um, just just so many layers, so good. Yeah. If you can deal with the, the, the blood, it's not, they don't show everything that happens, but if you yeah. can deal with the blood, it's worth watching. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yes, back to what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, what were you we talking about? I we got distracted by the S, got distracted by Squid Games. <laughs> it's Squid Game. I remember oh. my, my ADHD is kicking in, guys. I don't even remember, but that in, in Haiti and just mm-hmm. like and so that kind of stock that has been ingrained in me, but also still, you know, as as first gen American yeah. born in this country. Mm-hmm. still very much carrying the trauma yeah of not only what my ancestors went through the ancestors of the land that i was born on mm-hmm. is like ingrained yeah. into our beings you know they went to through very similar things just one ended earlier than the other um and it's just and the, the, so like we, even when people would try to use that to try to shut me up like don't use the black card now Tisha and it's just like we I wasn't come back to that phrase in a second continue I wasn't even taught to quote unquote use the black card in my home there was pride and resilience taught there was yeah. being proud of what the blood that's running through me it was 
leaving my, the safety of my home, leaving yeah. the safety of my culture and community mm-hmm. where I was not only taught, I experienced mm-hmm. it. So don't come at me with that nonsense of yeah. you're just using the black card. Cause it's just like, I feel like that was the first phrase to gaslight people from the jump. Because it makes it seem like, how dare you suggest this is a game? Like <laughs> the black card, what? I don't, like I know we, I think black card is actually a game now. Like somebody has turned it into like a Cards Most, Against Humanity uh, thing. Pretty probably. Like, Because <laughs> what yeah, we do, we flip the script to make it better mm-hmm. because what else do we have? What you we know? got, what we got. Exactly. Um, but like, I hate that phrase, don't play the black card. And I'm like, sir or ma'am, you play your white card every day and nobody questions you on it. Mm-hmm. And also race is not a game. Mm-hmm. Like, it has consequences for people as does your racism, which is what my probably black card is calling you out on right now. Right. It's your racism or your prejudice. Um, it's just, it's such a, it's such a like gross and disgusting phrase and I, I hate it and it, it triggers me every time I hear it. It's it's so frustrating. Like, yeah. Um, it, and and it's like people. I don't care at this point. I don't even care if someone tells me like, oh, you don't want to even hear a different perspective. And it's like, or a different opinion. It's like it's not an opinion to have. Mm-hmm. The reality of what I go through is not your opinion to give. Yeah. It's a it's a fact. If your that, different opinion is aligning with white supremacy in any way, it's not a valid difference. Ah, girl. <laughs> like the whole shenanigans, going back to bringing it back to academia and oh, people losing yeah. their minds and mm-hmm. um, wanting to use academia to continue to not only make our children lack wisdom mm-hmm. and knowledge, you ain't helping them build the knowledge. You, you want the, like the Texas... Um, in the state oh, of Texas, girl. the administrator <laughs> oh, who was like, okay, so if we're going to talk about race, we need to bring in a different alternative perspective. Alternative perspective. Yeah. What? I, I cannot give you a different perspective. Like, what? 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 Do, like, sir, like, you the just Holocaust opened didn't up. exist? Are you? That's the, like, that's the only different opinion. Like, some some quote-unquote differing opinions are too dangerous to be allowed to exist that's the problem and i know someone will hear that and be like well black people but no that's not what i'm talking about i'm gonna say it again if your different opinion aligns in any way with white supremacy or the oppression of someone else it's not a valid different opinion It's, it's just not hatred. an alternative perspective. It's just hatred. It's just it's, sin that you need to purge yourself of. Uh, and like, and you know what? Talking about sin, mm-hmm. you know what? Now, just out, don't come with me with that. Is when someone was is like, racism is not cultural issues. It's a sin issue. Okay, Stop so deal hiding with behind God with your BS. I'm I'm gonna approach it from a different angle because i see it as a cop-out like right that's what i mean oh okay so we are all right, all right. I mean. okay. it's like you want to hide 
behind God instead of doing the work that he wants you to do to love and see his children and Mm -hmm. his image image bearers that don't look like you the same way yeah stop that Mm -hmm. I'm gonna slap you yeah and if it is a sin issue if it is a sin issue call it out Jesus tells you if your brother is sinning, you need to call him out on it. Like, yeah, don't don't just go. Let's go. Don't like, just be like hide mm-hmm, behind no. corners. Yeah, and like yeah. we kicking it away. Mm-hmm. And and if you think you're my warriors, and I think too, this like what I've realized too is this, there's these people who continuously have going back even to the missions thing you're talking about. Yeah, where you know even me as a black person was trying to see the good and what is being done which there is Mm. some good that happens i'm not going to say no to that yeah but people don't need a white hero savior no people need jesus yeah and god does not need us to reach his people that he feel that don't know the gospel or don't know his love you know but he allows us and calls us to join him in sharing the good news and that is a wonderful privilege to have as someone who has accepted that belief and is in and walks in that freedom mm-hmm. it is not about you no and even with going and going back to Haiti and missionaries too, like it's just, it's very easy to even see. Like Haiti has been dealing with these kidnappings and issues for over a year, mm. almost two. Yeah, these these chaotic things happening that led to the assassination of President Moise has been happening. Did the media, the media couldn't even keep talking about the assassination. Not to say that we need to rehash these things. The media was very quick to even forget about the assassination of Moise that just happened in July. Yeah. But without fail, every day since these people have been kidnapped, Mm-hmm. It has been a constant. Haiti has been in the news consistently. Like there is when Moise was assassinated. I, there's, you know, my mother. You know the twenty four seven news cycles. Like yeah, maybe a clip here and there, a chip here and there. Mm-hmm. Since this missionary group from America, who I promise you, I have no doubt, a majority white. Haiti has been at the forefront of this conversation. Haiti, the gangs, the the issues of kidnapping, mm-hmm. where just last year, a young, just this is one story out of the many. Yeah. This one girl was kidnapped, brutally assaulted and killed. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. So if that tells you if that doesn't tell you where the biases lie, I don't know what else can. Or you have the thousands, you know, missing black indigenous 
people of color in this country where I'm not to say Gabby Paterno, I forget her last name, Petito. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Gabby Petito, not to say she didn't deserve the coverage when they were her family's trying to look for her, but how easily and how quickly this whole country was on it. Yeah. Where I, even me, I can't even tell you, mm-hmm. um, remember the name of the girl woman who was kidnapped and has been missing for three years from Chicago. When I was living in Chicago, I didn't even hear the story. Yeah. She I don't was black. Think even, I don't think you're even saying anything terribly provocative in saying that because even Gabby Petito's father said, you know, we have the end to our story. Like we know what happened to Gabby, take this attention and put it somewhere else. Like help to find all that like there are other families who have no answers and i mean i'm i'm a crime channel watcher 24 like if i want background noise even if i want background noise what's gonna Mm -hmm. happen it's gonna be investigation id channel true crime Mm -hmm. or first 48 a you know but even like they had like at the bottom of their screen like looking for brian yeah for weeks until they Mm -hmm. found his body yeah. and great like we need to be out looking for for people mm-hmm. but you know how many children have been trafficked of color that are being constantly trafficked or yeah. not found or not cared to be found it's whatever because again all of this is ingrained in the systems that have been built since this country has been built mm-hmm. to look upon people black people and people of color in this country less than yeah and so to not to think that it's not ingrained into academia mm-hmm. education you are lost deep in the sauce you are on the far deep end of the sauce of nonsense yeah and it is you know And it's just mind, it's just hard for me as someone who strives to learn about different people and cultures and thought processes and things like that. It's just hard for me to understand someone who doesn't even try. Yeah. Because you have that privilege enough where you don't even have to think twice to try. Exactly. It will never affect you. It will, it will never affect you. It will never affect you. It will never affect anybody that you honestly love and treasure and care about. And even if it does, you can explain it away. So why would you care if it doesn't affect you? Um, yeah. Or in Christian circles, we say things like, well, the gospel is not about social justice, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, nope, that's the whole gospel. The whole gospel oh. is social justice. <sighs> It is. I'm sorry. The lies that we have let seep into the gospel to make ourselves comfortable Mm -hmm. is just gross. It's 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 simply gross. Mm -hmm. And it breaks my heart 
um, you know, it will lead this, these conversations will continue, but it's just in wrapping up this one, because, you know, we were, we're pushing time for ourselves because, you know, the days we got to get stuff done. But um, screaming at me. Yeah. JC has to get going, but it's very just it's just taxing to and it goes back to what I said I'm not going to sit here and be your teacher when I have to try to get through each day with the realities of of what you're trying to be taught or what you're trying to learn if you're even willing to learn a lot of times you just want to try to know something to one up on me you just want to be right you don't want to learn yeah you just want to be right but you know it's just like I will say to to the resilience of even without the help and I appreciate what the gentleman on the TikTok he's continued to use his TikTok to teach those who are wanting to move in academia and move up yeah um and you know go for not only their bachelor's but master's and PhD which he has and so does JC um it takes like work we should name him um yes find his name Aimless Zealot is his uh, TikTok handle. Say it one more time. Aimless Zealot. Let me make sure that's the right. Yeah. Yeah. Aimless Zealot. So that's his TikTok. If you're on TikTok, go and follow him. But, you know, I just. And again, (laughs) this brings another current event topic. Um, Condoleezza Rice was on The View the other day. Oh, Condi. Yeah, Condi. Um, and I was like, okay, homegirl, you, you, you're not too lost anymore. You, you doing okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but then she was like, I feel like we're at a point. Um, this is paraphrase, you know. Um, basically, we will look up the clip on YouTube. Um, yeah, go look it up. But basically, saying that, you know, we're trying you know her issues with critical race theory mm-hmm. which okay we're not even teaching at the high school middle school or elementary school level someone you don't learn that, that grad school you someone started that rumor to get people hyped to fight about something that your kids yeah, are not yeah. even being taught and, you know, again, but if you did actually think for yourself and sat back and even just googled it you'd realize that and you wouldn't be at the school board yelling at their face maskless but i digress anywho she was just trying to say that it's going to teach black children you know that they have only limits basically and to kind of like no feel bad but then you know it's gonna teach that we're gonna have white children feeling guilty and feeling bad about being white they should let me say let me say it this way there is nothing wrong with being proud about being italian there's nothing wrong with being proud about being irish there's nothing wrong with being proud about being lithuanian you should be a little you know guilty about being english you should feel guilty about that because colonialism there's nothing wrong with being proud of where you actually come from because these countries have rich and amazing 
and wonderful histories, sometimes problematic too, but they also have rich and amazing, right. wonderful histories. But if you just proud about being white, that's the problem. And do not say, but there's such a thing as black pride. Yeah, because a lot of us don't know where we come from. Mm, because hard. we can't, because we can't, unless we decide to do ancestry.com for $50, we can't figure out where we came from. And so even the then, it's... And even then, their ancestry is like, we think you're from here. Right. You might be Nigerian. And then five years later, they're like, oh, we updated your results. You're actually from Ghana. And you're like, cool. All right. I just bought this Nigerian flag. And I've been listening to like, Nolly I've been looking at Nollywood for the last like five years. But cool. Right. Thank you. Um, we united around the color of our skin. And we're not even really black. We're more brown. But we united around the color of our skin because we lost that cultural history because when we came to America, we didn't come to America, sorry, when we were stolen from Africa, <laughs> we were stripped of our tribes, of our language, of our culture. We had, to, we had create to create one. a new one. <laughs> That's we what I'm like, and you want to know why y'all yeah. talk about that white pride? Nope. It's because people mm -hmm. were trying to be free. Black folks were trying to be free. That's why the whole Craig case started. That's why you got skin hit. You have every everything has been a reaction to people, just black people or people of yeah. color wanting to be seen as the human beings that they are in, yeah. in societies that they were born in that tell them they're less than. So stop that. Mm -hmm. But also like- I derailed you completely, teacher, it, It's fine. It's <laughs> just a need to be said, but it's just like, it, you like, don't feel guilty about being white. You can't help that you were born into a white skin. But don't use that as a reason, as a, a crutch to justify why you ain't going to try to learn the true histories of this country and what's going on every day in this country and the problems of this. I, my, closest, I, my closest friends that I have in my circle are white. That's not the problem. The problem is people who don't want to see me as human. My white friends also see very much that I'm closest to. My dear friends that I love see me and have always seen me as a human being that I am. And I deserve the, the very much equality that they stand on. Mm -hmm. You don't have to feel necessarily bad that you were born in that skin, but know, but know the privilege know the privilege that you have and, and work from that. And I'm just, and that's the problem. This, this country has so ingrained even the division within the black community. You have these black people, like if you want to be a conservative, go right ahead. If you want to be a liberal, go right ahead. The conservative party to me at this day and age is, is a crapshoot. You from this is it me. is morphing into something different. It it don't make no sense to me. So it's very much in trying to protect who's already been privileged enough in this country. Yeah. And just trying to win versus betterment of this country. Do I fully agree with everything liberals do and progressive? No, I don't either. Especially as a believer, you 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 don't need to be siding with fully anybody. You you gotta know the truth and walk out that truth. Okay, I'm gonna say leave that there. But the division that even from slavery in 
you have the house slave versus the outside slave versus the head slave that was running over the slaves. That has, again, a system that was created to keep people in check mm-hmm. and also not uphold each other has continued on. Yeah. And these people want to so badly feel connected to the America they were told that they should have once their ancestors were free are allowing themselves to be blinded by beliefs that don't even benefit them. That truly are beliefs that lessen their humanity. And that's what breaks my heart and just what makes me cringe because I didn't even want to finish watching the clip. And I was like, you know what, Tisha, you need to hear something that's not the same thought as your own. Hear her out. Which clip? Of what, the Condoleezza. Oh, Condoleezza. Okay, sorry. So I was like, okay, let me go at least finish because I don't want to have a, a, a judgment or a thought of what she said and not fully hearing yeah. it, right? Mm-hmm. Here's a complete thought. I... I just, it's shaking my head. Okay, the emoji of the head and palm. Yeah. Immediately after I finished watching it. And I was just like, yeah. sis, not nah, this ain't it. Yeah. You know, and that's the one thing, you know, Colin, Colin Powell, Colin Powell, may he rest in peace. It's just like, be okay to say you were wrong mm-hmm. at one point. That's the beauty of growth. Don't get so caught up in in trying to fit a a narrative that's not even your own in the first place. Mm -hmm. That you you forget what people have been fighting so hard to to change. Yeah. You're trying to sit on a narrative that is just like, there's just so many things that we we can go on about that. But that's what really stuck to me is like, you know, and that's what gives people who want to continuously not realize their privilege. They're like, well, I found this one black person who agrees with me, so it must be right. Oh. And so that's what I think about. I'm just like, so even though like uh, millions of people who don't even have a relational connection are sharing the same experience, you have gone literally gone out of your way to find the one person who's lost their mind and they may not even lost their mind. They just want to so try to fit what they think America should look like and fit mm-hmm. what you think America should look like because they think yeah. that's what's going to make it easier for them. That that's what you're using as your your pedestal. I, of I liken it to to women who align themselves with like men's interest groups <laughs> or like men's rights <laughs> groups. I'm like sis, sis, he's not here for you. Like. This is not going to help you. This is not going to get you what you want. Like, yeah, it'll get you that man. It's definitely going to get you that man. But he ain't worth it. He ain't worth it. Yeah. You, you, girl, bye. Mm-hmm. But on that note, that's it for today. This Thanks, JC, for joining me. You're welcome. No problem. And, um, you know, she'll be back. And uh, again, thanks for listening. And, you know, while you miss me and miss who I chat with, you know, you can just go back and listen to the episode. Start again. All right. See you guys next season. JC, say bye. Bye.